Welcome to Infinity License, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Pisano. I'm here with my co-host, Lenny DeFranco. And we have a special guest, John Murray. John Murray. John Murray. A person who's lived in this studio before. <laughs> three years. Yeah. Have three. you? Do you like all the uh, soundproofing that Brian's done to it? It's really nice, yeah. yeah. There's less uh, empty beer bottles. Less empty beer bottles, one more dog yeah. than there used to be? Yeah. <laughs> Lenny, John, and I all took these personality tests that we saw online, and we're going to... We're gonna, validate those then we're gonna talk about the super bowl some of the sports teams relate uh, the sports teams that we like and see if we can put that back into the box of the personalities that we've been assigned via this random internet test that's like kind of a a corporate internet like internet personality test and uh and then we're just going to talk about our personal lives but i guess we can talk about that now because our our personal history yeah is that uh, (laughs) this is going to be a very interrogatory podcast well we we were roommates at fordham yeah, so we were roommates. Uh, Brian was a dick freshman <laughs> year. He was like a real, a real asshole when I met him the first time. And then I had one friend. So we lived in the nerdiest dorm. So I had one other friend. Queens? Yeah, Queens. You guys were Queens court kids? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had this one other friend, Navy Dan, because he was in the Navy. So was everyone called R- him R- Navy R- Dan. Yeah. And he was gone. And I was just wandering the halls, like looking for a friend. And Brian was watching The Simpsons, and I just like... Snuck my head in, and I was like, I, I have no one else. <laughs> you just saw this little, like, blue glowing light coming from the end of the hallway, and it's like, The Simpsons. Their siren song, Home. And then that led to our friendship of three years, and then we were roommates, and then we broke up for a little while, and then we were roommates again. And yep. then you broke up with me to get married. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. The worst. I know. And now I'm going to get married. So that's what we're all uh, talking about. In revenge? In revenge. Just because I've just been held hostage, I'm just like fine. But like, just like by my social circle, I'm just like whatever. Everyone else is doing it. I'm just kidding. That's not why I'm doing it. We did have a period where I was with Kate and Brian was with Meg, and we were all in the apartment. Yeah, it was four people. Essentially, four people. This living apartment. In this apartment. This apartment. Yeah. Where, they just, where they was just always stayed living? over. They I just, was in this closet room. That was my room, <laughs> and Brian was in the bigger bedroom, and. They just like Meg, like you'd get up and be like, oh, I want to pee. And Meg would just be in the shower for like two, two hours. <laughs> and Kate would be like, I'm going to go in there for three hours. And Brian and I were just like peeing out windows and just hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> like it got to the point where, it, oh, it was, it was bad. It's, oh, Meg, it, shout out to Crook and Meg, a fellow long shower fan. I am with you. I look. Oh, we can get into that on marriage. Yeah. I've been, oh. I have no, I, I don't get to use the bathroom. I, sh- I have a, a mirror that is on the wall in the shower. I shave in the shower and I brush my teeth in there. Oh my I can't, cause, and we have so many mirrors, but Kate just thinks the light is better. And she won't even move. Like, <laughs> I, I have to tiptoe around her. I almost like fall into the toilet every single day. Occasionally, she'll like look at me and just throw me a towel. <laughs> and that's, that's it. Um, that's like, that, that's like a... When in the morning here, our morning routine where it's, I hate 
over like overhead lighting and particularly in the morning i just hate like fluorescent lights or any kind of light in the morning but like meg to get the details and the only the mirror like where she does her makeup and stuff like that has to turn the light on and i'm just sitting there like in the morning he's like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> um but yeah let's let's reserve we'll talk about that i think well actually the personality test thing is interesting and in the context of us getting mad at each other and our friendship <laughs> because we have been good friends for all that whole long time and it, and I'm, I'm fascinated by these pers- online personality tests this started because Lenny and I had a conversation about um, we had a conversation about these kind of thing that's going on in social science right now or s- psychology where they're talking about different personality types and openness versus closed mindedness or uh, there's a couple other categories that people can fall into. Yeah. We were talking about the Jordan Peterson stuff where he, he rests. So um, do you know, do you know who Jordan Peterson is? No, he's like this um, basically he's like this uh, kind of evolutionary psychologist guy who got really big with like the alt right and the proud boys and stuff because he like refuses to acknowledge the word trans or whatever. And yeah, so he didn't like the, so he, he the, rests the a lot pronoun of, thing. Like yeah. he, he refused to abide by his university's like and pronoun. He, re- like, he uh, rests a lot of his arguments on like, um, you know, well maybe women are uh, not, not getting ahead and, and uh, see, becoming so many CEOs because women are testing low on the agreeableness factor and everyone knows agreeableness is, or they, they have more agreeableness. So, you know, so yeah. if you, if you remove the veneer of this like really pseudoscientific scientific framework, he has nothing, no evidence. So that's right. why we were talking about it. Yeah. Well, then, but then we took these, but I had heard about these tests. So we we're like, well, let's take this one that I've heard of that is for free and, and online, like see if there's any validity to it. And it's almost like using, to me, it's almost like using, it's like astrology science. It's like scientific astrology um, where it's like another, another it's methodical astrology, right? Exactly. But another process that I mean, and I, I tell everyone that I think astrology is total, is total bullshit. You can say it. It's bunk. It's bunk, but it's bunk from the wire. Um, (laughs) And, but, uh, I, but I also am fascinated by it because I'm fat because I didn't realize that there are so many people that are so into astrology and it's such a cultural phenomenon, even in the modern age. Like, you know, so that's why I wanted to, to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think most psych tests are they are kind of bullshit, uh, but I think it's somewhat you answer like the personality you want like the way you see yourself. So you're like, Oh, like I'm totally this kind of person. Right. You might just be a huge asshole, <laughs> totally different, but that's like your ideal self. Oh, interesting. So yeah. So you're, you're kind of, uh, confirming your own, yeah, your exactly. own biases. Like, if you're me, do you like denigrate yourself more so that it thinks that you're worse <laughs> than you are? Yeah, probably. Cool. Well, here's the thing. I took the test three times to kind of blind test myself and a couple days apart. I know it's not, that's not exactly the scientific process, but I want to see like, if I get the same result three times, then that, that feels like that'll mean something. Yeah. I've I, taken it like years ago and yeah. I got the exact same thing. Okay. And so. this time I was like, I don't know. Like I kind of like went back and forth on a few of them. And yeah. I think as much as it probably is bullshit, it's like shockingly <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Like dead on. Well, what, so, so then what, so John, which one, so they have, they, they give you, so the traits it said like on mine. So there's, there's different categories they can switch over to. And I'm going to go to the actual, um, so I'm an ENTPA called the debater, which is, I'm trying to find what the ENTP, the oh, that's extroverted, extroverted. Okay. N means, uh, intuitive, intuitive, or I don't know. Yeah. So extroverted into oh, extroversion, cool. intuition, thinking, and <laughs> yeah, you are, which we all know that I'm not thinking ever prospecting. Oh, interesting. Instead of judging and, 
uh, assertive over turbulent. Turbulent was the opposite of assertiveness. That's interesting. But okay, so I scored high on that. Let's see if we can find... So let's all open up John's. He and FP. He and FP. So John is a campaigner. He is... Let's see. I wonder if the campaigner comes with like a Huma archetype. They have yeah, like a, a Hillary Clinton one. This is my favorite down here is like you see all these celebrities. So oh, yeah. each category has a celebrity. So it was like the first couple, Robert Downey Jr., Will Smith, Robin Williams, Drew Barrymore. But then it gets into... There's a Willy Wonka. That was, <laughs> my, one. That Michael, was one that I got. Michael Scott. I, I'm also a Carrie. A Carrie. I'm so mad that I'm so mad that none of mine were Sex in the City characters. Yeah, I, know. I could see you as Carrie, actually. Thank you. See. Yeah, but mine was so the one I got, like the fictional character I got was like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, like insane, like sociopaths. The the That's debater about right. Yeah, uh, Joker is a doer. I don't know if you've been reading a lot of Nicholas Nassim Taleb, but I always appreciate a doer over a good person. Um, a doers, the alcoholic drink. <laughs> so it's like I got Mark Twain. That's a pretty good one. Tom Hanks. So Lenny and I got the same one too. Jim Halpert from The Office. We all think we're Jim. Everyone. <laughs> How does he suit us? But what I don't understand, and I would love to ask this company, what's this company called again? The 16 Personalities. 16 Personalities. Is that like, That's all how do them. you do this personality analysis of a fictional character? Right. <laughs> like, why? this is why this lends no credibility to this and only makes me think that this is total baloney. I mean, I guess they, like, the 22-year-olds they employ at like $15 an hour, they're like, hey, take this test like you were Willy Wonka. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, so do you think so? So you think there's validity to it, but it's only conf- confirmed by John. You think it's valid in the sense that, like, well, you are. I think. Um, all right. So when you did the best man speech, right? People were cracking up because I think you got my personality really well. Like you made right. fun of some like some of my weaknesses of yeah. being like overly talkative, like really kind of like needing some like validation and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody was cracking up because they all that's what I do, you right. know. And I, like I take that test, and they're like, "You need a lot of attention. Like <laughs> you like that's your favorite thing is you just want to like connect with people. Like you're looking for that. Very talkative. You get energy that way. Mm-hmm. And it was like. I think I think that is like yeah. accurate, you know. Yeah, yeah. There were some, but that, there were some moments in mind. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think that's so. It's like you, we see ourselves in this, but you wonder how much of it is like reflexive. You've just made right. yourself that, like mine or in, in ours, the one that both Lenny and I got. Um, one of the funnier things where uh, it said uh, they know how to relax and have fun. So debaters are the people that are ENTP and analysts. It's just that the fun to debaters is a bottle of wine and a discussion about the causes of and solutions to the European migrant crisis. <laughs> and I'm like, that actually does sound pretty I fun. I love talking about wet foot, dry foot policy. In yeah. Sicily. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, which is like the thesis of Lenny and I's podcast is that we essentially get back, get together every week and have discussion about topics that most other people, because the next, you hate gypsies, yeah. <laughs> Roma, Lenny, pick, I thought this was pseudoscience. It's like, yeah, but the, my point about these personality tests that I'm, I am constantly conflicted with, it's the same thing that I'm conflicted with, with astrological signs, because I hate astrology, but my astrological sign is like kind of what. It explains me, but we, you, uh, you and I have the same astrological sign, John. So it doesn't explain how our, I don't get See, it. I've never looked at astrology at all. Yeah, I know, but we have the cool, I always liked it because I like my astrological. I think astrology is a lot more bullshit than this. At least this has like yeah. some, ba- like some basis. 
I wonder like if there's just somebody that's completely broken this personality. They're like they're like somebody broke through to a 17th personality type. <laughs> that, like, uh, the umami oh, of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a flavor we didn't know about in the West. <laughs> um but yeah, anyway. So I'm just I'm just fascinated by these things because I'm like I'm fascinated because the inherent contradiction is me as a person who values logic and understanding. Yeah. But it also these things can like particularly the, the this I mean test. the the criticism of of any of it, the criticism of astrology is not necessarily the same criticism of a personality test. I think that the criticism of astrology is not that it doesn't apply to you; it's that it all applies to you. Right. And so it's you know could you prove is it falsifiable basically? Yeah. Is something not, you know, yeah. So it could, is it definitive that a different thing doesn't apply to you? Sometimes that is the case. Like I'll read like other descriptions of stuff and I'll be like, that actually doesn't apply to me. So maybe yeah. there's more validity to this than that. I think that this stuff is very pseudoscientific, but it is obviously because it's more uh, methodologically rigorous, it ha- probably has more to it, but it doesn't take into account. I, I mean, my criticism of it off the cuff would be like people contain multitudes and like, you know, if you tested those exact same way four years ago, John, that like you are now, obviously it's wrong because I know that you've blossomed as a man. Since then. <laughs> Very Although, different. I don't know. Actually, that was a thing. Like it could be wrong, but back when I was like studying psych was personality was actually very persistent that would kind of travel throughout your life so if you had like a personality disorder like if you have bipolar or something and i'd be like i could prescribe you lithium and it would kind of give you back a chemical balance but a personality disorder was like that sucks like, that's <laughs> yeah. just like who you're gonna you're be you're just gonna be annoying yeah so we'd have things like like histrionic remember like, right uh, so i'd have like my abnormal psych books and it'd just be an asshole and be like oh you know that girl <laughs> i was just like <laughs> put down like the like the description and be like oh that's that's that girl like a hundred percent yeah and every now and then i'll look on instagram i'm like she's still that way and it's like oh yeah. and she's dating that guy it's like, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, gotta suck yeah well that's the thing because that's a leo and an aries and that is not gonna go well that's just that's just like oil and okay water. so fair enough so it actually could be cemented so maybe and, i don't know maybe there's and i think these these tests cover traits and they also cover their base in a scientific sense saying that like you lean towards these things so it's not a universal maxim that you're just going to be the most extroverted person everywhere it's like right. you would be more extroverted than you are introverted so and, i guess there's a little bit you know like, and also I, one thing that it said that like it says so i'm an entp uh role is analyst which i agree with and then strategy is social engagement which like is actually pretty i, I think it's a fine descriptor like i do kind of view social engagement as a strategy to like just get through the life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But again, maybe that's everyone. I don't know. Yeah. Like a lot some of animals know. are like that. Yeah, that's true. But some people like to just be on their own. That's and go, true. Yeah. Yeah, go into, I'm trying to think of like, there were some moments where in this where I thought I was like, I had a suspicion that Lenny would get the same one because we're both fine with being disagreeable. Like we're both people like we're, where I think you, whereas you are more concerned about being agreeable, John, I think that I like, hate confrontation. Yeah. That's like every single year. Like my new year's resolution is to send a meal back. I, I can't do it. Oh, really? Like, I cannot do it. The, they need to love me. Yeah. Like, I, need, <laughs> I really, Kate will sometimes be like, I didn't order this drink. I'm like, just drink it. <laughs> just, <laughs> and she'll be like, no, you have to go bring it back. And I will just profusely apologize. <laughs> like, so, you're I, just doing your best. <laughs> I know, I know this is turpentine and I know you didn't mean to give me that. <laughs> like, 
but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have this. Um, it's just, there are so many funny things in it. Oh, and so then now I want to move on to uh, natural segue to how does this, so we're going to talk about sports and, uh, and our, the Super Bowl is coming up, but I wanted to, John came up with a brilliant idea that we put our personality types into our favorite sports franchises. So how does John, you're a fan of a certain franchise that is in the Super Bowl at the end of this week. Yeah. And not the one who's going to lose. The birds. (laughs) Uh, No. So I don't know. I I was thinking about this before of like, does this personality in any way describe the Patriots? And then I just got like waylaid into like why everybody hates the Patriots so much. Yeah. Well, let's think about that. It's not complicated because they win a lot. I think it is complicated. I think it's more complicated. And people hate Boston. People hate Boston. I understand that. I call Boston the coldest state in the South. All the time. Everybody <laughs> there is shockingly racist for a weird democratic place. And it's all just Jeeps and Dunkin' Donuts. And like, that's it. <laughs> uh, but the team itself is like, it's sort of like the Yankees were. Like the dynasty of the Yankees. But the Yankees were full embrace of like, they had like the haircuts. Like they kind of just like, they were like the rich assholes. Yeah, they were cool that's, being the evil. They were, they were the they, evil empire. They were and cool they knew it, and then That they, was yeah. fine, right? And you've got a guy like Tom Brady who's won so much and he's married to Giselle, but he still is so hell-bent on being the underdog and like throwing up like the tape from like Michigan and all that. And then we pick this like running back who's just like, you know, he was a walk-on over here, this cornerback who was working in KFC. They have to constantly push it down everybody's throats that we're the underdogs, but we will just haven't lost a game in a decade. Yeah. And honestly, the, what the Patriots have put up is I think more, way more impressive than the Yankees dynasty at any point in there. I think because to win Super Bowls the way but they how have. How fucking and, annoying is it to win that much and be like, I'm just an underdog. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> like, I agree. Really I hate that team. Yourself. I'm wearing yeah. my Jets shirt right now for this explicit person purpose. But <laughs> as a fan, when you just grow up a fan and then you see some really amazing stories, like there are great stories. They've got receivers that are lacrosse players. It's like, <laughs> They they throw together Chrissy Hogues. Yeah, they they throw together these insane insane teams. But they yeah they've got they've got the guy who murdered two people and had the worst case of CTE by twenty six. <laughs> All right, they do have that. Guy. That is the Patriot way. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 so the guy who they were just like, wow, we didn't even think this was. Po- we knew CTE was bad. We didn't even think this was po- like this is a new, a whole new level of the case that we had to just like found yeah. in this twenty six year old's brain. There's also there's yeah. also the, I, I like this conversation in terms of like why. So because it has such an easy answer, like they win all of the goddamn time, and so they're hated like for that. Like damn Yankees, yeah. is a play from the fifties, right? Right. Is very concept, but I think there is other stuff, and it's. It also has to do with like the fact that it seems like they get things their way, like they cheat, uh, which has been basically proven, and <laughs> they uh, like you know they, they get the same kind of calls that like NBA superstars get openly. Right, get, that's you know? the that's the frustrating thing about Tom Brady is that he acts like an underdog, but then you know, and Lenny and I text about this every Sunday, and then I even text you, not in a dick. I've been pretty good this season, yeah, I think, uh, but like and not in a dickish way, where I'm like those pass interference, like that. FYI, if Josh McCown throws that pass, that pass interference call doesn't get called. Penalties in general have been extremely annoying. It's kind of like... It's made, it's made it's football been, it's, unwatchable. Yeah, like, and not only just for the Patriots, just like in general. Across the board, but, it yeah. is annoying. Yeah, it yeah. is annoying. I mean, uh, that like, do you remember that video of uh, Ed Hockley walking? Like Mike, Cam Newton was mic'd up, and he got a late hit on the sidelines, and he's like, come on, ref. 
Yeah. And Hockey like, is like, you're not old enough to get that call. And Cam Newton was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> yeah. bullshit. And, and it was a story because then the mic picked it up. And so everyone knew that I had Hockey said that. You know, sort of like a you know racial undertone of that comment, like yeah. how old does he need to be to get it? Like he's well, a franchise quarterback. Yeah, and so it's very obvious that uh, there is this favoritism in the way it's officiated. What's pr- the problematic with that is that unlike other sports like basketball, like I, I think the paragon of this is soccer, um, where the officiating is supposed to be subjective, and there's really no way to like you know everything is the equivalent of like a holding call. Like, it could be called on every play. Right. Football rules are so tightly written because they're trying to be consistent me- mechanistic from one play to the other that's why replay is so like over abundant in football yeah. so the idea that there's any any of this subjectivity seems like it's unfair or out of place in the nfl and when it goes consistently for the patriots i think that's a source of righteous umbrage close that book <laughs> it's done <laughs> nfl's over because i because I, I, I no, i agree because the xfl is coming back yeah Who's going to be your XFL team? Are they, I wonder if they're going to bring back the original XFL franchises. They're just going to start brand new. Just, I mean, why not start over again? I don't remember what the Chicago team was before. The New York was the New York Hitmen. The New York Hitmen. They were the New York, New Jersey Hitmen. And then, like, yeah. I think, yeah. Was, the, what, they combined two states? Cause two of the most popular well, states in the country. They the, to, well, because they played at Giant Stadium, I think. And they, they so they just were just like, well, we're. I thought, the XF, I thought that was indoors. No, no, that's, that's the, that's the a, AFL. Oh shit! Which one was he hate me on? Yeah, XFL. He, I don't. Okay. He's in XFL, but I don't remember yeah. what team he played for. I, I get, I get XFL teams confused with any given Sunday teams. All right, I, I don't want to get too distracted here because I really want you guys to both use your annoying ass personality. Oh uh, yeah, to okay, explain yeah. the Jets. Okay, um, sure, well sure, I'm a Bears ever, fan, so yeah, he's, well I guess ultimately my personality type does fit the Jets because the personality type A because it, again the label was the debater and. As a Jets fan, you conversely have to debate why you like this team all the time. So you have to negotiate like why you hate yourself to the point of uh, hating this team. Uh, but it's also like it fits with my personality type because growing up, like I did grow up in a mostly a lot of my friends, a good amount of my friends growing up were Jets and Mets fans, but we were certainly in the minority. And um, and we lived in a mostly Yankees Giants town. You know, it was the early ni- the Giants had won a Super Bowl, like they had won Super Bowls in the late '80s and early '90s. Um, so it was like the giants were popular. My dad liked the jets and we also liked the jets to be kind of like antagonistic. We're like, no, we're like, we're like it was, it was, per, it was explicitly to be anti, like, no, that fits your personality perfectly. I know. Yeah. Like, you like a team just to have a fight. Yeah. I was yes. exactly. I was like, it was to pick a fight with somebody to, to be like, no, I'm going to go the other way. Like it was the same way. Actually, this is a good translation in baseball. Do you remember the, like, the home run race between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa yeah, in the late yeah. 90s. Everyone remembers that. It was like the big thing after the the strike in baseball that like got America re-enamored with steroids. <laughs> and, and But everyone in my school loved, like was, root, you picked one and everyone picked Mark McGuire. So I was like, I'm pulling for Sammy Sosa. So a racist school. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, it certainly was. I had a teacher, I won't call her out by name, but we had a, I had a English teacher that was awful. Like it was, she was like a, yeah, um, you don't call it English. She was definitely an EFRI. Yeah, exactly. She was an EFRI personality, which is the, the personality test. Is like, the racist. <laughs> the what if one of those racist. personalities was the racist? I was like, what the fuck? I got the Actually, racist. You know what? That is fucked up if it's not one because there's racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's number seventeen on the list. Um, that's the that is the umami. Of Everyone it. knows like the Taylor. <laughs> it's, it's like a picture of like Rumpelstiltskin. Everyone secretly knows that one is the racist. But 
I, I forget what not what English is called, but whatever you, whenever you're in like fourth grade, whatever they call like reading and comprehensive writing that like in that age. Like uh, I think for you, they called it second grade yeah, reading. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, oh, no. burn on me! I'm suck. <laughs> so, I'm suck. I'm suck. I'm suck. <laughs> My <laughs> struggle. I continue to. Okay. This is great podcasting, folks. Yeah, yeah. This is great radio. <laughs> this great is great radio. radio. If you're still with us, uh, uh, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, but she was the one. She made us all write, as an exercise, write a letter to Mark McGuire. But I was like, I went, uh, yeah. And that was like, I was like, she was like pulling for him. And I was like, I was like trying to bang Mark McGuire. I guess so. But that's I, before they could use Twitter to be like, hey, call I, me. I despise this lady. And she didn't like me. She had no. So I was like, I'm writing mine to Sammy Sosa, <laughs> and and uh, I and she failed. She failed me. This happened in a school That's system in New York. Insane. Yeah, and I wrote it. I was like, she's like, you didn't do the assignment. And I was like, well, there's two people in this home run race, and I'm pulling for I'm pulling for the Dominican guy. So, what yeah. did you write to Sammy? I said, hey, Sammy, keep it, keep slamming those homers. <laughs> and also, how'd you put on so much weight in such a short amount of time? <laughs> the only one who likes white skin more than that teacher is Sammy Sosa, oh, know. who is it's now a- bleaching himself. Oh, he looks. He's he doesn't like, look good. And, oh my god! Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, he doesn't look good. Yeah, do something to his eyes too. They're. I lighter. think he's getting a lot of like a lot of pigmentation type surgery yeah. done or something. Yeah, it's but that. you know the puka shell necklace really <laughs> sets the whole complexion up. I do you want another like hilarious story that we'll probably have to edit out? Is that we had um, a so I went to high school with one of the Maras, so one of Wellington Maras grandkids, not not Rooney. Because it was an all boys school, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> and I know she wasn't parents. allowed in. Um, but I went. So they had occasionally they had Giants players would come and do like a motivational uh, uh, speech. And this one guy, I forget who it was. It wasn't Amari Tumor. Who was it? He was Mark the guy Gilbert's. who did sports science, not sports science. He did this some show. Dahani Jones. Yes, Dahani Jones. Dahani Jones. Dahani Jones came, and then he, you know, he he said he was gonna, you know, he gave some kind of motivational speech. It was fine. But then we were getting autographs signed and I said thank you to him and then he didn't hear me and then I walked away and then like he just signed like a, essentially an index card and he was there next to the headmaster of the school. Signed an index card? Like, that's what more or less. They didn't even he have like... gave you a note card with a signature. <laughs> well, we were just like after the speech you could line up and get a signature from him and then he called me out. He's like, shouldn't you say thank you, young man? I was like, I did say thank you. And then the headmaster of our school was right next and he like chewed me out and I will call this motherfucker out because now he's been kicked out because guess what guess what brother O'Connor was doing he was diddling boys <laughs> and so like I so they all he yelled at me and was like you gotta have some more respect I'm like you know what you have to do so you have to have respect for uh, the <laughs> children <laughs> Bro, you must have been a pretty ugly little boy if you didn't use that as an excuse to be like you need some discipline I know the, this guy was he was a fat slob and awful you, and it's like kind of like he was yeah yeah these are two teachers of yours that are clearly having like weird <laughs> sex stuff using children to hit on Mark McGuire and <laughs> yeah. oh my god I know this is this is how you got the messed up person in front of you today yeah. uh, but anyway so in summary my personality was in order to be contrarian and I so I picked the teams that were contrarian to the prevailing I was thinking personality and sports team and mine I'm like get energy from other people and everybody being happy and I was at a game with my dad when Randy Moss was on the Patriots and we had like the best seats we've ever, like, ever gotten. Like, I don't know how we got like kind of cheaper ones, but it was like the overhang was like our seats were like right at the front. And I had just gone to the bathroom 
and Randy Moss and Brady hook up for some touchdown that broke some record and everybody lost it. And I just went through a sea of high fives. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, this is sports. Like this yeah. is like being surrounded by that much happiness yeah. was like the greatest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It that's, it would be awesome. It would be awesome if you're my team one. Like, yeah. <laughs> of course, yes. Thank you for educating me about how no, great it would no, be to go to I seven like, straight AFC championships. I like to be happy. I think that's the difference. That's so the, the main reason I like the Patriots is that winning is fun. And fun <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> and I feel better when my team wins. So yeah. I love the Patriots. Quit hogging all the fun. It's like you know, as much as we hate ourselves over here, we would actually. I want a little taste. I am seriously rooting for the Eagles this time, though. Really? No. I'm rooting for them. Because you just want to see. Philly is going to be wiped off the map. <laughs> so you're just, they you're, are going to explode. You, I would rather Tom Brady doesn't get that ring and they call in FEMA. And yeah. you like solve the Philly problem? If, the, yeah. Solve the Philly you're question? Like, you're like, all right. You, so that's your, your <laughs> The final solution to the you're Philly like, question I, yeah. is them winning the Super Bowl. You will sacrifice your, you're like, you know, this has been a great run. We are already pretty much the greatest dynasty in football history. Yeah. So like, we, like let's we just sacrifice this like, at the bed of Philadelphia. <laughs> Imagine 10 years from now, we're like, remember Philly? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we just got rid of that place that yeah. they, they remember that they had that little food that they thought it was, yeah, it was like a, and then it's a picture of like, I forget which one it is, like of the two cheesesteak places. One of them was like, got in trouble for being racist because the one was the one that said talk American. Like, it was oh, like, oh my God. They, didn't, like they were like, no ordering in Espanol. It's like really people, like blue collar people that are getting like Philly cheesesteaks are ordering in Spanish in yeah. Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> you know what's worse than that? Um, I was in Chipotle, the opposite. I was in Chipotle one time behind a well-meaning white guy in a like New York Red Bulls jersey and he and he goes up to the count the counter at Chipotle and he goes hola hablas inglés like yeah dude she's his, gonna understand your order his cultural exposure was just that he was like that's such a oh my god that's such like a <laughs> like that that guy has no friends <laughs> he is yeah he doesn't need friends when he has muchos barbacoa. <laughs> muchos barbacoa y los Red Bulls. <laughs> Un equipo named after a poisonous energy drink. <laughs> Un tonico and poison. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hate about. It's like I I hate the I got MLS tickets and I hate the MLS so much because their fans are awful. MLS yeah. fans are trash. Like they're they're awful. Oh. Yeah, like. We went to what was that? It's we went to uh, NYCFC. NYCFC, and there's this guy behind us. We had just like got nachos, and we we're sitting down on the steps. Most people were standing, so I was with Kate, my wife, and this guy behind me is talking about Shark Tank. This guy, <laughs> fucking bro, my favorite show. Yeah, it's probably it's probably gonna be Shark Tank. I could probably I could get on. I think I could get on Shark Tank. <laughs> you know what? It's a good show, <laughs> and he's just going on and on about Shark Tank. And I'm just getting really mad that I decided to go to a soccer game with Brian. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this just torrent of beer flies down on Kate's head. He dumped like 20 ounces of beer. Yeah, one of those big all, beers. Yeah. All over her. Slipped or something? Oh, just a full full dump. The beer was completely Like not full. intentionally. Not did, intentionally. But, uh, um, but just doused her. Wow. Yeah. It's just like, God Damn. Yeah. He was, and I don't even, I don't think they're just like, they're awful. And they, they just, it's just such an astroturf to like culture. Uh, we'll get to Lenny's a red hot chili peppers tattoo. Yeah. He gets a tattoo <laughs> of that. No, but well, Lenny, why, why are you, uh, I would say, uh, for my own, uh, so I'm going to go with the White Sox. Um, yeah. and I'm going to, it's basically the same thing you said that like, I'm certainly, I was indoctrinated in a, in a very pure way. 
Um, but it was also to love the White Sox, but it was also an indoctrination that included Cubs hatred. Yeah. So I think that the fact that I um, am an analyst, uh, and so I analyze the fact that um, so you can't a lot of good Cubs jokes you can't make anymore. Like they're just about. They would be considered homophobic now. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, they, were, they were considered among Richie Incognito's favorite jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, uh, suffice to say that, like, Wrigley Field is primarily a social gathering place. Yeah. And um, not, a, like, a temple of baseball, even though it obviously is. So I would say that, yeah, that's my main. Yeah. I think it also, I mean, in the White Sox and Mets case, I think it has to do with class. I think you and I would analyze it in a class context. Like they yep. have, they have a certain, you know, uh, the Yankees are certainly the team of the Park Avenue Upper East Side. You know, certainly they have a lot of working class fans, but like the Mets are certainly the team of like a working class, uh, working class Long Island and Queens, Brooklyn kind of team. But uh, but yeah, I I still never like someone's got to get to the bottom of Jets, Mets, Nets. Uh, was there something else that rhymes? No, the Islanders, which is don't rhyme, oh, yeah. but that would be the alternate. That should they should have made it rhyme. They should have. It's like didn't. the uh, you know how Pittsburgh all their teams have are like blue and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah, they, that should be a thing. Like they should. Well, they, I mean, the, well, the Mets would more align with the Mets, and I guess the the Mets and the Knicks are and the Islanders. I guess the technically blue, blue, orange, and white are New York City's colors. Oh. So like. It's so those are the colors of the New York City flag. So that's like the why the Knicks are the color, the Knickerbockers are the color that they are. And it's why the Mets are the Mets are the color that they are because a they took the Dodgers and Giants like main colors and fused them. But they're also like these are the colors of the city. So it goes back to that. Um, but yeah, like it's just impossible to do. I don't know why the Jets were green. There's like we like green. <laughs> and uh, why the Nets have now well, the Nets actually used to be like like. Rainbow colored? <laughs> no, not rainbow colored. <laughs> Red, white, and blue? <laughs> that's the that's the rainbow I understand. It was the entire RGB like spectrum from top to bottom. That would be a great uniform. They all had different colored jerseys. <laughs> Again, great uniform. Uh, talk to me, NBA designers. Um, I wonder if you could, if if a sport could do that. Like, if if as long as one team's wearing just white jerseys. The other team, like the home team, could have just multicolored yeah. players. Like one guy's got like a green jersey, another guy's got like an orange jersey. I guess so. I feel like that'd be confusing. It's like shirts versus skins. Well, it, that's like the time. I guess they all were wearing the same colors, but it's the time that they did that color rush for the Jets and Bills yeah. game. And because it was bright green and bright red, like colorblind people just couldn't see. Colorblind <laughs> like, people. Here's a colorblind guy watching that game. Oh my God, this sport is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, just guys running into each other. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that feels like pretty good. So I guess we all, we'll round out our last topic, and then we'll do... We want to talk about married life? So my first marriage to Brian's fiance right. yeah. before <laughs> marrying my wife. Yeah. So Meg was uh, Kate's maid of honor, and you need to sign the... Uh, we need witnesses for our marriage license. So Brian and I were in the church before Kate came down the aisle, we signed correctly. Brian shockingly can read and signed his name yeah, in the right despite spot. Despite what you guys constantly accuse me of not being able to read, I can read. And also your fourth grade teacher. And also my fourth grade teacher. My racist fourth grade he teacher. He did sign Sammy Sosa. <laughs> your best friend, Sammy Sosa. So anyway, so Sammy and I are fine. And we're in the back room 
with all the rest of the wedding party because we let people exit so we could just go take pictures inside. And Meg needed a sign. Meg was like really nervous for some reason, like the entire day. <laughs> like not really doing much, Meg. She gave a speech. But she was nervous. She was like, speech. Yeah. she was excited. She was nervous. So they give her the form and she just signs well, right on the bride line. I, well, I saw, and here's the thing though, where I interject, I was standing over her shoulder and I saw her doing it and I didn't totally stop her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, in my mind, it was like, it was one of those things that was happening so fast where I was like, Oh no, I think, I'm like, I was like, but I sort of like put the pen to paper. I was like, eh. and then it just like whatever subconsciously just held me back. That I was like, and then I was like, I don't think you signed in the right spot <laughs> after the damage had already yeah. been done. Yeah. So yeah. So then I was just married to uh, Meg, and I took off on vacation. Yeah, and you went on yeah. your honeymoon, and then yeah, the 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 woman at the church was like, oh, we'll fix it. And then yeah, and like, they didn't no. fix it. They're like, oh, you guys aren't married. Well, I mean, you're married to Meg, but you yeah. are not married to this girl. Paper cuck. That's what yeah. we call yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But this part, I don't even think you know. I don't. Right. So Meg did that. Seems like an innocent mistake. You guys also gave us a card that was filled out by Meg. Meg wrote in the card. Oh, I, no joke. She wrote like, congratulations, all of this. And she signed it, Meg and John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then she crossed a- it out and wrote Brian. And I was like, I think Meg loves me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And I did see her. I gave her a hard time. And maybe that was like the subconscious thing. I think, thing. yes. You got was, it yes, I forgot about that. Oh, but I do. I want to say a little bit more. Okay. So, because we got, uh, we went to uh, downtown Brooklyn to go to like the municipal building to get like the marriage certificate, which sucks. It's a terrible, terrible place. And <laughs> the first time we went there, we got there at 8.30 in the morning on like a, on a, like a work day. And we were like the first ones in and we did it and then we just went to work. When we came back, we had just got back from our honeymoon and it was really jet lagged. And we just went on like a Friday afternoon at like one o'clock. And that place was a goddamn freak show. <laughs> I saw the heaviest mustache on this woman. There was three of them roaming around. Like you couldn't tell who was the witness, if all of them were marrying, if all of them were men. It was impossible to tell what was going on. There were Hasidic weddings going on where it was like, that girl is 12. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a very wild time. And the whole time I was there, I was like, this is fucking Meg's fault. I know. <laughs> That's the funniest part where it's like, yeah. And then Meg has a big guilt complex. So yeah, she I just know. felt bad the whole time. And yep. I was like, I was like, well, but it was feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, this is funny because yeah, I want to analyze this as a debater. I want to, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm glad I made you have to go back to uh, court, the court system. I didn't have to, but my partner did. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first time I went to, I nailed it because they gave us a ticket, right? You're like the first one in line. And they gave me a number one. A like, number one. Oh, yeah. Duke of New York. Was, I was so proud. One. And now I'm like C, like 13 or oh, something. Oh, no. That sucks. Well, anyway, so uh, any, uh, that, that's a good story about how uh, the person that I am, have decided to commit my life to is, <laughs> has messed up paperwork. Oh, I look forward to messing up paperwork in the future. Um, <laughs> Babe, I want to mess up all the paperwork forever. That's a very romantic notion, right? It's like, I want to mess up paperwork with you forever. Um, but any, any advice on now that you've been married for two whole months or three yeah. months? Yeah, two. Two months. Two months. Yeah. Uh, no, I do think it, it, like after getting married, it is more serious. Like our friend Chris said this and he was very accurate. It was like, what's different? Cause we had lived together for like a year before over a year before we got married. And he was just like, Oh, it's exactly the same, but the stakes have been raised dramatically. <laughs> it's like if you were having like a fight, you're just like, 
ah, fuck. Like you are, you have to figure it out. And there are days where I'm just like so pissed off at work and I know she's inside mad and I'll like stand outside the door for a minute and I'm just like force a smile up and you just come in and you're like, Hey, I'm totally happy. I will say that. So Brian met Meg like really shortly after I met Kate because they were friends. So he, he met like through that. And Brian and I had both been in like a really low time. Like yeah. we are both just like kind of at our lowest. But then we had like just picked up and we were having so much fun. Just the two of us like hadn't been single together. And we were just like drinking and just like relaxed and like just very, very excited. And that was when we met like yeah. who ended up being our wives. And we were like already at our happiest alone. Yeah, yeah. And cool. we're just like totally ready. That's the, I think that is the key. It is very much a thing. And I, again, it's like kind of similar to the personality test kind of thing where people always say that like, oh, you're going to meet when you're single, be like, you're going to meet somebody when you, when you, like when you're all totally fine on your own, you don't think about anything. You're just like, and I'm like, as, and when you're in that single mode and you're depressed, you're just like, like, whatever like like no that's total bs but and then i was like then i just actually did some self-reflection and did some self-work and i was like oh it turns out that if i like if i'm happy with myself i can be happy with another person yeah it's like you yeah. if you don't love yourself how will someone else love you just like look i already masturbate what more do you, <laughs> you? what else do you want from me <laughs> define define love yourself because i pretty aggressively do that huh? <laughs> All right, I, I actually saw at astor place today uh I was like, I was feeling bummed out as I was on my way here and the subway doors opened on a post and it said, there was somebody I just taped to the sign that said, love yourself. And I was, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. promise you. I will. I will. All right. Well, that's a pretty good episode. Uh, I think we got it on the books. Welcome to the Infinity License family. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, welcome to the tribe. The tribe. We're, yeah, we were, this is a weekly thing, by the way. You will be uh, coming to the meeting <laughs> yeah. next right. week. Uh, we, once we get more microphones, we'll like, <laughs> once we can afford more microphones. There's actually like 25 people in this room. We just don't, they can't hear them. We got to yeah. get more mics. Exactly. All right. Well, this has been Infinity License, everybody. We'll be, we'll be back uh, next week and maybe with some bonus content. Uh, Ooh, some bonus Get content. ready for some bonus content, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.